I was always like, oh, I can't wait to be able to, for all, for all intents and purposes, pay Johnny back. So, so you got excited that an opportunity literally just dropped, just dropped in, your in lap. my lap. Yeah. So so as long as you keep dropping situations in my lap, I'm gonna keep you in my life. There it is. <laughs> there it is. What's up? What's up? What's up, friends, family, and fans? It is I Stone Stafford. Welcome to Life on Podcast. This is where we listen and inspire friends in entertainment. And everywhere. Because life happens to everyone. <laughs> so again, as I said before, I'm Stone Stafford. <laughs> and my man over to my right. I'm, I'm not saying my name again because I already told you. This is Stone Stafford Jr. <laughs> what the? F- See, I knew you wouldn't like that one. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. <laughs> Mr. Hi, Johnny Vaughn. I, 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 yes, I'm Johnny Vaughn. That's What's up? guys who are here for the first time, nice to see you if you're back. Yeah. Hey, y'all, thanks for the growth, man. We are Absolutely. growing, and I appreciate that. So please continue to like, share, subscribe, and all, all that, that stuff. Trust me, it matters. Yes. We're hitting that, 20, that 1 million subscribers in 20, 2023. 23. Uh, question for you, sir. Okay. Because I'm at, a, I'm at a little bit of a crossroads, a little bit of a heartbreak. So, well, so are you remember Nikki, right? Yes. All right. Hey, we Nikki. Used, yeah, we used to work out together, all, all this kind of stuff. And yeah. I say it, but no, Tasha's the one who said it first. She was like, I think you found your soulmate. You know, and soulmate isn't always romantic. Right. You know what I mean? Soulmate doesn't always mean Mine was an animal, so. There it is. Mm. No, my cat. Yeah, my cat was your cat's my... your soulmate. Yeah. Oh, I, you know, I get that. Yeah, no, my, no it was one of those, like, my, my pet, he, he knew when I was sad. Mm-hmm. He used to bring me stuff that would right. make me, like, it was, yeah. So, no, I get that. I don't even mean that as a joke, so I meant that seriously. No, I, I believe you. I get that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, soulmate doesn't always mean romantic, brother. But, you know, she just gets me. I get her. And she used to say that all the time. She goes, how the heck do you know me so well? You know? So, anyway, she's getting married. Congratulations to her and Big all us. that. I'm excited for okay. her. You know, and she moved and all that. So Not across, not... No, well, she lives with, with her fiancé now, okay. James. Real cool guy. You know what I mean? He definitely keeps me on my toes. He doesn't even know about it because dude is cut up. Okay. <laughs> like, he was a natural competitor. Uh-huh. So this dude stays sliced and diced. Okay. <laughs> Every time I see him, I'm sucking in my gut. <laughs> but no, nah, he's, he's a dope cat. But I ain't going to lie, man. I, I miss her. Mm-hmm. I genuinely miss her, man. Yep. And But uh, I think it was Tosh or someone said that, you know, even with so many, like not everybody is meant to be in your life forever. Okay. You know what I mean? Or in, at certain levels, even, you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. like I've had people who I've worked with in the industry who, you know, I kind of miss working with them. Yeah. And I always thought we were going to be like aces forever. And I don't know, do you, th- I'm, what I want to know, cause you always have a different perspective on all this kind of stuff. Do you find any truth to that? I mean, even though we know what happens, is it because it's supposed to happen that way? Is that just how life works? Or is it just a thing that you just didn't really maintain that relationship or what? Because this might help my heartbreak. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm being dramatic. <laughs> I've, I've got multiple views on it, um, but it just depends on from what angle we're having the conversation. Mm-hmm. I, when you say that some people aren't supposed to be in your life forever, I, I don't, you know, I don't really believe in supposed to's. Oh, yes, this is true. So, this is true. And, and when you go to my financial, my foundational belief of predestined stuff, stuff um, that statement disqualifies that from being a part of how I can perceive it. Okay. Um, can you personally outgrow and no longer feel you can get something from an individual that you were getting that was fulfilling in a certain way? Absolutely. Can yeah. that drive you to decide to, hey, this isn't the best thing for us anymore? 
of course. Um, if that person does that to you, can it cause heartbreak in a sense? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, is it predestined to be that way? I don't think so. Um, and case in point, I'll take marriage, for instance. The, the biggest thing in, in American marriage institutions, aside from divorce, is the fact that people say that marriage is work. And after you get past the honeymoon phase, you have to choose to stay in it. So at that point, you can either say, hey, we've outgrown each other. Your time for being with me is over. We're right. done. Or you can make the make a decision right. to to make it stay. So I, that's the foundational what response. What about you, I man? Are you in my life forever, bro? Um, I mean, um, I, are you here for me? Is I'm it just you. for a season? <laughs> <laughs> Please, no. no Crocodile kidding. tears. <laughs> tears is real. Well, I, here's the thing that kind of sparked that as well. Uh-huh. So, you know, you I wanted were, to answer you, but go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, answer, please. Please. <laughs> I um, I have no intentions of leaving you. <sighs> what I tell people all the time, I um, I very rarely send friend requests on Facebook. And the reason for that is, is I, despite what my life is, I don't feel like I'm an interesting enough person to interject myself into somebody else's life. However, after we've met huh. and you decide that, hey... And then you request me, I absolutely will accept the friend request. I do not delete friends on Facebook. Mm. So if we become friends on a social media platform or in real life. And we use that term lightly. We use it lightly. (laughs) Yeah. Um, And at some point we are disassociated by some, it was not me. But if you make that decision, like 50 Cent said, I don't want no problems. But if you want problems, no problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> you love quoting that thing, man. You love quoting so that. So I, I, I say this. as I, I see, even with what we're doing with Life on Podcast, um, one, I'm thrilled that something that you created, that you felt that it, I could bring something to it. And mm-hmm. I think we've created and continued, to, and we're still growing something awesome. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited to see where it goes. Right. And even stuff outside of this, like we, we've texted about personal stuff and talked about it, like, and that's necessary because like sure. we've said before, it's very rare you find a person that gets you. Mm-hmm. We're not soulmates, I don't think. No. However, no. <laughs> however, no. when it when it comes to a, a general understanding and a viewpoint and being able to one accept differences and then yeah. two have a conversation about those differences without being hyper emotional about it, mm-hmm. I don't have a lot of people that can do that. So yeah. based on that, you're not going anywhere on account of me. <laughs> I see why you say that. Yeah, we do. We get each other like a taser and a criminal. Yeah. You know, yeah, they one can't have one can't without have the other. Without <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I like it. So a long-winded answer, but I, I hope it brought some some. No, it did because like, but you actually when you said that it um it all depends on the aspect that you're doing it from because another thing is so you looked out for me on a situation before. I mean, I, I'm, I'm gonna stop speaking in ambiguities, man. You <laughs> gave gave me an opportunity to help okay. you with a podcast. Okay, right? Remember that podcast? Yeah. You know, with McKenzie becoming, mm-hmm. and that was great. Like I. I learned a lot while I was doing it, first of all, and made some pocket money. So that was a good look. Mm-hmm. But even though I'm always looking for a, a, a way I can hook up those that are close to me, I, I, I was always keeping an eye. I was always like, oh, I can't wait to be able to, for, for all intents and purposes, pay Johnny back. Oh, like, I can't wait to <clears throat> return the favor. Not, be, not necessarily because I felt like I owed you, mm-hmm. but because, all right, you did one for me. I'm going to do one for you. And so... Now, what just happened recently um, with this opportunity with Cliff Co. That just happened, mm-hmm. but I was excited when you know when I heard that sound. I was like, "Yo, this is horrible." 
I was like, he needs it. You know what? I'm, I'm bringing Johnny in on this thing. You know, but I couldn't wait. I told my time. I said, look, I got a chance to scratch Johnny's backpack, backpack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I'll, I'll say this because even when we interviewed Cliff, I remember like half-heartedly joking. I was like, one day I'm gonna get my invite. Um, because the concept of Ooh, what he did you speak that into existence? Oh, sure, no. <laughs> <laughs> sure, absolutely. That's absolutely what happened. Um, but it was it was one of those things where it was like I know that the way my business is structured, it's not from the way I see it. It's not something that would hit the radar of what Cliffco does, right, and, sure. and that's also by intention of me because I've been perfectly honest. But even though I do a lot of big stuff, I like to keep my stuff low key because right. I like to go do it and get to come home and be a regular human being. I, I enjoy enjoy that um so i wasn't expecting it but if an opportunity presented itself i wasn't gonna not take it so in with with that being said when you when you mentioned it i also got excited right um because it was like i didn't even have to try (laughs) because a lot of times i have to try (laughs) no i feel you so So, you got excited that an opportunity literally just dropped dropped in my lap yeah so what i wanted to catch myself on is so as long as you keep dropping situations in my lap i'm gonna keep you in my life there it is (laughs) there it is there it is (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> All but, jokes aside, and I think the part that I was concerned with about people being in life forever, because sometimes when you because you did something for me, mm-hmm. then I shouldn't automatically feel like I should do. Let's do it the other way. If I do something for you, I shouldn't automatically feel then you should, do, should something do something for me back. in the right. future. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and because again, I, I do believe that sometimes people are in your life forever, but then mm-hmm. sometimes there are people in your life for a specific purpose. A specific time and read. I'm not even saying it's predestined or nothing like that, mm-hmm. but because we, we meet just for Johnny, can we rephrase it? Can we say people can be in your life to serve a specific purpose sure. as opposed to being in your life for? It's tomatoes, okay. tomatoes. But, but I get the paradigm shift okay. if that's what makes you feel I, I, better just, for sure. So I can digest it a little bit better sure, for conversational okay. purposes. Is that what you were choking that's, on? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I think that's true. And the reason why, because you remember, um, this is going kind of back a little bit. Remember uh-huh. when, um, don't laugh, when Benzino is <laughs> the only one that's sticking out in my brain when he was feeling some kind of way towards. Um, I remember he was kind of salty. Was this the source uh, thing? The the magazine thing? When, yeah, I think so. He was like, man, they was begging me to oh, Khaled or somebody's like, he was begging me I to do remember that. It was like Khaled and Kevin Hart and somebody else. And he was like, I gave all of these people yeah, shots. And then, and then like, know, now that I'm down, where, where are these people at? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So, and, and, and he got salty with it. I'll be honest. <laughs> so, I... Benzino's my dude. Um, I, I, when I say my dude, like it's not like we friends or nothing like that. All but right. like every time I run into him, he remembers me. You left with him. It's been core. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then I, the, he's nothing like the TV person. I'm not gonna say he's nothing like it, but like he's an actual down to earth, real cool dude. We talk mm-hmm. business about a lot of stuff. He put me up on a bunch of game when I met him the last time. It was I, I have a genuine respect for him. Yeah. But when I saw that. <clears throat> I immediately thought about Jay Z's line. It was like, well, if you put me on and put yourself on it, <laughs> and mm. it was like, all right, you had the source, you gave all these people these other opportunities, you obviously had the magic. Where's your magic at now? Because okay, and that, that's how I saw that particular scenario. Not so much um, people being in your life just to do something in that situation, but he was the outlet. So right. why did you stop being that? Is is how I saw it. Well. Just because you put someone else on doesn't necessarily mean you can put yourself on in that scenario. We have a personal yes. friend, and again, I don't I don't like talking in ambi- ambiguities, but if it's not going to show someone necessarily in the most positive of light, I'm going to leave their name out of it. Sure. But that's not to say I'm saying anything negative either. But we have a friend who has put a ton of people on, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But 
by all intent and purposes, he's not on. Yeah. You know, now, I mean, there are I, background I stories and background reasons, sure. 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 But still, like the impact that that's, that dude has had and yeah. the people that he has put on and the things that they've been able to accomplish literally mm-hmm. because of him, myself included. Now, mm-hmm. granted, I put him on. So, you know, I returned the favor. I, know, I, I, too, together, I, I too owe some, some stuff to, to him. Yeah, um, so just because you put someone else on in this situation doesn't I, I've mean got you could have put yourself I've, I've got a couple of people who I put into some situations um, because of people I knew. Mm-hmm. Um, my friends worked in industries that weren't necessarily beneficial to me, but well, they're still my friends. Exactly. But then, you know, someone else came along. And my, I'm going to use this one as a perfect example. My wife. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife was an actress. And that's all she wanted to do for a real long time was act. She actually came and competed at the AMTC thing, and she was like twelfth overall. I, think I remember. Yeah. You might not have been there for that okay. one. Okay. Um, but she, you know, she she scored really really high. She got stupid amounts of callbacks. Um, some work came out of it. But I was personal friends with Jamie and Joy Purpose. Like I I okay. I'd known them for like you know ten years. Right. Um, and I've, I've made a direct introduction to them, not only because my wife was an actress and, and they were agents, but like my wife wanted to get into the back end of it. Mm-hmm. And then she ended up turning Jay Purvis into a client of hers, you know, working for the agency. Oh, okay. And that was kind of her back door into it. And, and for about 10 years, she, she functioned as an agent for oh. one of the three top agencies I don't in the think Southeast. I knew that. that happened in my household. Jamie and Joy have never been able to do anything for me because I'm not an actor. Because you're not an actor, I, right? I, don't, that's I mean, not you do act a fool, but that's, I, not, I, I that's up, different. I will cut that's up. That's different. Um, but, I mean, I, their spirits have always been something that I've absolutely enjoyed. Uh, mm-hmm. They both always make me laugh. So it's it's never been a, can I do, what right. can you do for me? But if it's ever been a situation when I can make a connection, the whole thing with McKenzie. Um, right. After the Cliff Co. thing, when you got into that, I was like, okay, so Stone's moving into the business where a lot of my clients are Fortune 500, mm-hmm. Fortune 1000 companies. And I'm I'm in with those people. I, they can't really do anything for me because I have no mm-hmm. desire to function in that. And I saw that as an opportunity to say, okay, these are people that are doing things that Stone's looking to get into. At the very least, they need to know each other. Yeah. And that, that's what that was. Um, and so I, I do 100% understand that you may not always be able to, to put yourself in a situation because you may be a conduit. And that's the, right. That, that, that's, and that might have been the role you were supposed to serve you, you in. You could serve you in could, for that not supposed person. to, right? That you could, you got to learn a whole nother language with you, bro. Like yeah. that you could serve in yes. at that unforeseen time. Absolutely. <laughs> right. And I mean, so, so when you, when you put it in that context, mm-hmm. I 100% think that certain people can and do show up in your life right. for certain reasons. Now, again, when we get down into science, I do believe in energies and attracting things. So right, 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 right. you put enough stuff out there, you will attract right. things that are, are necessary. Um, and yeah. if you're open to it, you will find those things without even looking in most cases. Yeah, I did a, one time I was, and I'll admit in hindsight, I was really, it was it's kind of a petty, not kind of, it was a petty move <laughs> where like I, I and I'm still working on it. So that's why I'm speaking in the present tense. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I get annoyed when I'm always having to reach out to whom I consider friends. Mm-hmm. Whereas, like, if I don't reach out to you, I ain't ever going to hear from you. Right. Right. And that used to bug me. And I went on this whole thing one time where I was like, you know what? I ain't reaching out to nobody no more. I said, if, if, if I don't hear from you, you don't hear from me, then that's just what's going to be. Mm-hmm. And we'll just go the rest of our lives not hearing from each other because I'm, I'm tired of being the one trying to anchoring this relationship. And I mean, of course, after time, you know, maturity sets in and I 
realized I was being stupid petty. I'm still very immature then. Yeah, you no, know, it was still <laughs> petty because what I realized is that because over time I'll miss them. <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, man, sure. I wonder how this person's doing. I wonder how she's doing. I wonder how he's doing. And I'll go ahead and reach out, whatever. And then all of a sudden we'll connect again. Mm-hmm. And now we're going back and forth, back and forth for a while. And I love it. And then it'll kind of taper off again. And I'm like, you know what? But that's just what it is. That's It doesn't mean we're not friends. Mm-hmm. It just means we don't have to be the whole friend thing that talks every day. And I think that's one of the things that I had to grow in is Friends doesn't have to be have to be a daily activity right. thing. It's not right, especially and, once you become an adult. And if it is, that's just a different circle. Absolutely, of friends, more of an inner circle of friends. So, and a lot of times it, it comes down to who you're working with. Most of the time, who right. that becomes your inner circle with. Mm-hmm. I, I'll be honest. If we weren't doing the podcast, I would have a reason to reach out to you. I don't know if you'd necessarily have a reason to reach out to me. No, more of course, because so. you are my. So there are two people who. There used to be three, but Stacy's not really around much anymore. But there are two people whom I need to have. How do I say this? Because if I say it wrong, some people are going to get offended. I need to push my chair back real quick. No, there okay. are, I don't want to say even different levels. There are different angles of conversations I, to have. So we won't you. go angles. We'll go angles. I got you. You see what I'm saying? I got you. And so I can't have those with Please. a lot of people in my sure. circle. That's why I like Lee so much. Mm-hmm. Now that I've met him, mm-hmm. I love talking to Lee a lot, but I love talking to you. My brother, thank God, my brother is one mm-hmm. whom I can have these kind of conversations with. And then you know Tisha. Tisha is another one that I can have more of these. I'm I'm so- no, here's the deal. I, want, I don't want to call them intellectual. I'm going to call them more analytical, analytical and logical mm-hmm. conversations. Oh, and Angie. Angie Irons Angie's is another one who I can have these conversations yeah. with. I can't typically can't have those in my house now, but those are the roles y'all serve, mm-hmm. right? So for that reason, even if the podcast ended, we'd probably still talk. You know what I mean? But but then there are roles that other people serve, like my sister in law mm-hmm. Janelle. Like I've had s- several people side eye us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and I mean, we even one time I think we were in a mall somewhere. And someone just by our just by our energy, whatever, they actually thought we were married. I was like, I was like, I was like, well, I was like, I said, like, oh no, it's my sister. She was like, she was like, oh no, that's my brother. You know, she was yeah. like, gross. You know? yeah. But there, there are things that sh- there are jokes that we can do that mm-hmm. I can't do. With Tatas is like, that's dumb, that's stupid, that's corny. Right. How much money did we make this week? You know. <laughs> but with Janelle, I can have these conversations with, and so we. So again, that people play certain roles. You know, yes. there's a connection that I like. Janelle, she really is a. She's a Tosh point too. Like to me, and I joke about it with with Taj, Janelle, and Tiki. But like I always say, they're my sister wives because mm-hmm. each of them bring. I mean, Tosh obviously is is the main, my queen, and all that. But at the end of the day, they all bring this piece. That actually completes the, the puzzle the, of stone. They're the parts of your femininity that you don't have, or however you want to describe it. The, I don't know that, if you're getting metaphysical well, no, with no, that no, or, I, or I spiritual, am. but yeah, I am. When, we, when you think about the whole yin and the yang, or the positive and negative, or the masculine and the feminine, mm-hmm. you seek. I and mean, that's the whole thing behind marriage and the whole male female soulmate thing. Anyway, before we started getting into the spectrum, right. was finding that person that completes that part of you that you don't absolutely have. But the thing that I 100% believe in is that there's not one, no one individual is going to complete all complete of those parts. Complete all of it. And so I, and absolutely I just you came have, into that. Yeah, you I absolutely have multiple that. people that, yep. um, that'll serve multiple variables. Now, I wish I had that. Like, I, I'm tempted to attempt that with my wife because a lot of my, my other closer friends mm-hmm. are females for that reason because yeah. they exude that female energy that I just do not have. Right. But from a perspective that I can identify with, like my son's godmother, um, 
me and we we are the same person so much so that we have the biggest love hate relationship in the world mm. and i think i told you about this before that one time we met up and my we hugged and my wife immediately was like did y'all ever do anything together and it was i was just like what and it was like no, it's like my sister what like, right, 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 right right it was legit one of those yeah. situations but i mean she's she's a dancer she's heavily artistic herself um she used to choreograph for uh, I think she did wanted like the whole fleet for Princess Cruise Lines forever. I mean, she's over dancing in Germany mm-hmm. now. So we don't see each other at all. And we only text like once every four months. Mm-hmm. She texts Micah more than me because they've got each other's numbers. So they talk all the time. Right. But, but she and I, like whenever we get back together, it's like no time has passed. No it's one of, those, passed, yeah. one of those situations. And I mean, if I ever have a situation where it's like, all right, my wife is driving me nuts. I don't get this. And as much as my wife doesn't like me talking about what happens with her. Have, hey, OB, so hypothetically, <laughs> I have a scenario at home. If this were happening, how should I be looking at? And she always gives me a, a, a yeah, straight. And we, look, and being married, so we understand it's a slippery slope. It's a thin line. Like, oh, yeah. we get that. And that's I try to keep everyone as tied into Tasha as I can. Like, Tasha knows Nikki very well. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Janelle, I'm, I'm kind of glad that Janelle plays a role in my life that she does because she's Tasha's sister. Mm-hmm. So that makes that a lot it easier. It, easy. yeah. it makes a whole lot easier. And, and look, at the end of the day, when it comes down to it, there are, God forbid, something happened with me and Tasha, whatever the line stops at anything past that with Janelle. Like, there are areas about me that just gross her out. Like, bottom line. And yeah, there are areas about her that I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I can live with that every day. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's easy enough. But, like I said, the things that she does bring to the table, like, I would flat out miss it. And I ain't gonna lie to you, a part of me would feel incomplete mm-hmm. if it were gone. That doesn't take anything away from Tosh. And thank okay. God she knows and understands that. I mean, I'm literally the man who I am today. I always attribute it to, to God, my mom, and Tosh, period, hands down, end of story. Mm-hmm. But like I said, people like my sister, and then like Tiki, what I love about her is like we we can have, I love our disagreements mm-hmm. because she talks through them, right? She'll sit there and say, okay, okay, and she'll listen to what I'm saying. <laughs> and then she'll give her part and we can go back and forth and agree, and then all of a sudden we find where we missed it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like with, with Janelle, it might be more thing like she got hurt or I hurt her feelings or I offended her and stuff like that. And with Taj, it's kind of like, look, you going? I'm right. I'm just waiting for you to realize that I'm right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So I said they all bring something to the table, Absolutely. and each one of them makes Stone complete. You sure. know what I mean? So, and again, it's just how you do. But in music and in entertainment, which is kind of how I had this whole thought process anyway, mm-hmm. it can work the same because. Y'all can like Shakespeare and Candy. A lot of people may not know who that Candy Burris. A lot of people don't know who Candy Burris is. Mm-hmm. Shakespeare is Kevin Briggs was a huge producer. He did No Scrubs, Bills, 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 all these big records back in the day. Um, but they made all these hit records on TLC and all these other people together. Mm-hmm. But that didn't necessarily mean they were supposed to be together for life. Because right. I think they even started personally. They they were together. I've heard too. that. I don't. I don't. I don't know. No, there was a okay. personal relationship that happened. I mean, that's, it wasn't a secret, you okay. know. So there was a personal relationship too. But I I wonder if the line got blurred because the connection was so strong as producer and writer, mm-hmm. and they vibed so hard and so strong. It felt like it was probably supposed to be more. But then when it became more, I feel, and this is from the outside looking in. I don't know the inner workings. Mm-hmm. I feel. It started to throw a wrench into things, and then it, it messed up the professional side of it all, which in turn is going to mess up the personal side. So that's what kind of got me on this thing, and I think that'll help a lot of folks too. Is like you know, just because somebody y'all are clicking today, don't don't try to force it to be something deeper mm-hmm. than what it is. But at the same time, 
I would never block it from being something deeper. Just really just I'm just learning now just to go with the flow. See where it goes. Go where it flow. Yep. I uh I want to ask you this specifically because I think this is when it comes to blurring lines, the conversation about it gets blurred because of the way the statement is generally used. Because people will always say people are in your life, whether it's business related, friendships for a season. For a season. I for hate a reason that. for a season. I hate that phrase personally. Right. Um I, I think it I think it misunderstands what the situation is on a mass scale for what every situation is. Mm-hmm. Do you feel like the use of people are only supposed to be in your life for a season is an adequate use of, of that statement? Or do you think the conversation that we're having for people can serve a purpose is more effective to think about it? Well, to me, that's what that phrase means. And so maybe it doesn't mean to, uh, so I would like to know from you, what does for a season mean? But for a season to me mm-hmm. means to serve a purpose. Mm-hmm. That's that's what that that's literally what for a season means. It means like they're here for a season, for a reason, for a purpose. Okay. We won't and we don't even have to say supposed to be or predestined. Okay. But that's what that means to me. So clearly it doesn't mean that to you. So no. what does for a season mean for you? Just I, literally mean time? So literally well, literally seasons are cyclical. Sure. So summer, you mean spring, literal. You mean by literal definition. Summer, spring, fall, winter. It happens again. No, nah, it's basketball it's season starts yeah, in nah, October. It's definitely metaphorical. It ends top of the summer. Yeah, no, no, summer. no, no, no. It's way more metaphorical. Basketball <laughs> season comes back in October. So when you, but that's the thing. I so when, so so when I to, so when, if you ever tell me to go out there and crush it, I need to make sure I understand how society. Means that phrase and not Johnny. Look at that. I'm like, stone smash. Because <laughs> Johnny said crush it. Johnny said crush it. I, oh, I think it's important because, again, I'm very careful with how and what I say things. Because if right. we're, we're going to sure. say words have power. They do. And and the meaning behind those things, the vibrational intent of that, if we're going to. Then you got to deal with the person's perception and interpretation. Very true. Which, which adds is, a whole lot of other layers. It, it, it does. It adds a lot of stuff to it. But my intent, um, when people come to me and they say, um, that person was only in my life for a season, in my eyes, I'm like, okay, you just left the door open for them to be back in a quarter or so. Oh, my God. <laughs> you're literally the only person I know that thinks like that. Well, now, that doesn't mean you're the only one. The reason I'm why. Saying, I've never met anyone the that The reason took why like I that. say that. So I have two friends, I'm not going to say either of their names for the same reason that we did earlier, who have gone through a cycle of back and forth. Both of them have had prominent entertainment careers. I know them both and, and owe quite a bit to both of them. Mm-hmm. They have had fallen outs and they have come back together. They have had fallen outs again and they have come back together. You and just I'm described just, me and Ian. That's not the intent. <laughs> but you okay. did. Or me, Tasha, me, me and Tasha's me? relationship with Ian. Okay. You well, literally just described that. Okay. Over, thir- over the course of 30 years, the 30th that's deals. what it's been. So in that sense, I think the term for a season is applicable because it passes, it's like it a sets, season. and then it rises again. There was never a, they served a purpose and then it was done. So I think it has right. to be, I think the intent behind it has to be very specific from your understanding. And in that way, let's say that, I can't argue with that you. shake and candy situation was what it right. was. Um, if that understanding was, was better, not for a season, but for a purpose. Or your definition of the understanding. I, I'd be willing to bet. Yeah, and by no, by no means am I trying to say my No, we're not saying, we right know way. how you I'm are just, on that. Because you're always, because we know how you're always preaching me not to be that way because you feel like I am. Ow. But, <laughs> I wasn't thinking that you're trying to be that way. But, of everyone that I've known who knows that phrase, mm-hmm. you're the first person I've ever known to interpret it that way. And I will say this. 
a lot of times when the mass has been interpreting something a certain way and then a light bulb moment is given, it changes the perspective of that whole group and then things start functioning differently. So in in this situation, I'm going to say everybody's been interpreting it wrong. Of course you are. I'm just gonna put it out there and just say that you need to fix how you're looking. We need to get on Johnny's train. Yeah, you know, think about (laughs) it like me for a change. But the popular understanding of that phrase (laughs) is because, and actually, not even popular because I did read somewhere that the whole reason why they say season, they weren't focusing on the cyclical part of it. They were focusing on the temporary Mm -hmm. part of it, and that's really what it meant. So we can easily say, yeah, everyone's people are in your life temporarily. Absolutely, we can say that, but no, season sounds better and and it flows better. It's pretty, and that's so that's another. The issue that I have with it because we are so predetermined to make things feel and sound Look, pretty. Don't get me started, bro. That Man. that drives what we do. I know so many so many people. Man, this it makes me feel so good when I go do this. And this is why I, we will always be in touch because now, <laughs> we on the same page. <laughs> now I will stand by what I say. Like if. If something makes you happy and it feels good, I do say find that thing and do it a lot. However, the emotional aspect of those things can ruin so much because you're doing it, you're creating it for the feeling. And when we do that with statements, Mm -hmm. (laughs) it it can become a problem. Yes. Oh, yes. So that's. Yes. Okay. Yes. Right. The whole sugarcoating syndrome we have going on right now. That's it. The whole conscious parenting, which again, to your thing, has been twisted. Yes, you understand what I'm saying. So yes. yeah, no, I agree. So, so that's that's that's, that's well, how is, I. See. This has helped. This has helped me with that whole thing of understanding. Uh, in business, it's never bothered me. Um, really? Not really. Okay. Although, if I'm going to be one thousand percent transparent and honest, I do find that I try to push the personal connection. Like once I realize we there's a connection. And even if it's business wide, but there's a we just clicking. I then try to be like, okay, now we gotta become friends, and that's that's not. I think that's important to do though. That's not always the case. Robert Downey Jr. was having a conversation in an interview when they asked him how he felt about Chris Evans, and he said, "I absolutely adore Evans." Mm-hmm. When they first started working on um, the the Captain America uh, Civil War stuff, right. When they were going to have to work so closely together, he said the first thing he did was like, yo, man, we got to get together. We got to go out. We got to eat. We got to mail minds. Mm-hmm. I think that's actually a phrase he used because he wanted it to to come off Genuine. on screen yeah. as if they really had conflict. Authentic. But in order to understand conflict, you have to have an absolute relationship. Sure. So I think it's really important to, to push that. I, I do it, too. Um, I don't force it per se. And a lot of my clients are are so detached and out of touch with reality anyway that I don't want to. Right. Because I, I fight to not get sucked into that world. It's literally why I cut my my music career off because I got to that point where it was going to require certain things of me that I, I was mm-hmm. like, I don't have the energy or the want to right. to put that out to get this thing. Yeah. And it, I've experienced that in radio too. There's certain relationships in radio that I was just like, eh. I don't want to be a friend because yeah. there's too much that comes with that that I just I don't want to be a part of. Look at what happened with everybody who become that has some type of relationship with a Kardashian. Now you no. have to <laughs> now you have to be on a They're the friendship black hole. You have to be on a TV show. <laughs> Goodness gracious! It's, I don't want that. That's not what I. Not I, that they would want to be my friend, but that's that's not a story. I, I don't want to be yeah. a storyline. 
I can be. I can take accountability for my role in the relationships going south with two of my clients. You know, Baby Girl One, mm-hmm. and an artist I used to have Beth is. I I let it get too personal. You know what I mean? Like Baby Girl flat out one time we were going at it, and she was like, "You're not my father," <clears throat> and I couldn't really. It hurt. But after I calmed down and thought about it, I very much was trying to be. Not, I wasn't trying to be your father, yeah, but just trying to. I was trying to, to, have her father be proud of the role that I was in, as if he were there, which mm-hmm. made me kind of acting like a father, and that doesn't work with a client. Even though she was young, you know, I signed her when she was fourteen, turning fifteen, <clears throat> and she felt very much like my daughter because that's how much I cared for her right. and would do anything for her. Um, that doesn't meld right you know what I mean? but again that was me being oh we work together so well you're so talented i can do all this you know now all of a sudden we turn into friends and then father uncle then brook brother uncle father and it just exploded it spirals yeah so that so yeah so to me that's what a season is too in season that situation and this is as much as i hate this term because it gets so hyperly overused now but in those situations when you're doing that and you're expanding it I'm gonna throw up trying to say it. Boundaries are important to put. You don't in like the place. word boundaries. I freaking hate it. Really, I, I don't like it. At I all. don't like it just because I don't like it because people are usually throwing it at me, <laughs> which I, I don't I'm, know if that means I'm always trying to cross them or what. Just, or what? I, well, yeah, like Cindy, my friend Cindy McClintock say, she says, "You are Mister Inappropriate." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I almost wear it with a badge, but boundaries. Lord, you know, you can trust me. I'm, my my I'm, traumas, <laughs> all those things. I think people are just doing it because it's the new clickish it thing to say, so that you can have a group to belong right. to. I think so it's, it's, not, it's probably just because it's so overused. That's, that's now, really it's, what it, it, it just, yeah. it's annoying to hear. Right? Yeah, yeah. But no, in those it. situations, you have to enact those because you obviously can ruin the good thing. Yeah. By by yeah. overstepping it. Yeah. No, I agree. So, so I, I, I think so. I mean, if if the seasonal thing is 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 true, where we work well together now, we fall out. We're good at mending those things. We know that we can do that. We just got to take some time away from each other. I mm. get it. But understanding that, and then understanding, okay, this individual or this event or this place or whatever serves a purpose. Right. Having a clear and distinct understanding of both. Oh, I didn't mean to be redundant. Clear and distinct. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure no one caught that until you brought it up. I hate when that happens too. Understanding <laughs> both of those things separately, and then knowing how to recognize when one is which, and which is the most difficult thing. It is hard. This to is be, definitely yeah. an easier said than done. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, for real. Um, but it goes back to what I was saying to where I am now. It's literally it's, what I was about to say. Yep. Yes, I won't force it to be, mm-hmm. nor will I prevent it from being. Yeah. And I think if we just stay with that. It'll just do what it do. They do what they do, baby. There you go. <laughs> that was good. So what I want to start doing, man, because our people are showing us love, our viewers and subscribers and stuff. Mm-hmm. I want to start showing love to other podcasts. I love y'all. You know, each week. So we want to okay. do a love shout. Who we should we call it a love shout or life shout? What should we call it? We ain't got to get fancy with it. Oh, yes. All right, we're gonna do a love shout out to uh, who, who, who's a good one. You know what? Since she works here at Icon all the time and and helps me out with my business, Angela Janari. For oh, okay. a pretty powerful podcast, yeah, yeah. a podcast for powerful women. These mm-hmm. women are are CEOs, um, big entrepreneurs that are doing big things in business. And when I say big things, I literally mean big things. Like she had the chief of police of Marta Police in here. You got you got to get your body language and your words on the same page. Oh, uh, what I you're talking about women, and you're like big things. Oh wow! <laughs> Another thing I'm sure no one noticed but you. <laughs> but anyway, so yeah, so shout out the pretty powerful podcast. Yes. You guys, please find them, listen to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, subscribe to her channel So that Absolutely. is our love shout out for the week 
week. And then, of course, we love y'all because without y'all, you know, we, we would still be doing this, but we can grow into some other things. So we appreciate y'all. Check us out, lifeonpodcast.com. And if you haven't been there recently, you can now do audio and video right there on that site. So that's the only place you ever need to be. Mm-hmm. But if for some reason you don't like it, you can always go to Spotify and all that kind of stuff. Uh, stonestafford.com. Everything stone. Just Johnny Vaughn, J-U-S-T-J-O-N-Y-V-A-N. I can say there is a timeline now for when JohnnyVon.com will be back up. Woo! So, Woo! Yeah. Do we have that timeline? Um, I'm not going to put it out there like no, that. I didn't make it so accountable. <laughs> <laughs> However, the timeline is, the, there is a timeline. It nice. Exists. All right. Well, look, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Thanks for the support. One million subscribers in 2023. 2023. We see y'all next week. We love you. Peace. <laughs>